I start saying we're too nasty and we're too live. Corrupted politicians playing games, bringing us down to boost their fame. Yeah. Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Yeah. I miss those. I miss those. Yeah, man. NFL primetime is back. It is, man. Tomorrow, 7.30, and every Sunday, I believe, from the rest of the season on ESPN+. Plus. I cannot wait. The man. glory days. Yes. There's an old saying, uh, Rashad. When it ain't broke, don't fix it. I agree. Yeah. And that that was not that was not broke. There's some people that are like that are get tired of Birmingham's uh, antics, but nah, it's it's the best. It's, it's it's the ultimate highlight show to watch. I agree. I mean, listen, there were times where I didn't even watch games. I mean, I would just wait until really? I think I, I think back then East Coast primetime used to come on. I think seven o'clock. Like yeah. I would I would literally wait to seven o'clock and watch primetime. Like like the full hour, it just sit there in front of the TV, just like not turning the channel, just watching primetime, just enjoying the highlights and like I said, the sound bites from Chris Berman and you know, uh, the analyst and Tom Jackson. I, I used to love it, man. And the the primetime music in the background. Yes. <laughs> I think we have uh, some uh, yeah, we, some 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 we, music we back have, there. Yeah, yeah some, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and, uh, and the, 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 it was going on and reading the highlight and Josh yeah. Tears of Macau, yeah. you know, something something along those lines. And, oh yes. yes. Correct. Oh yeah, he's being <laughs> the highlight. Whoop, 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 and just a bunch of that over and over again. That's back. So classic, man. That's. Uh, I don't want to carry on and disrespect the great uh, Chris Berman. Oh, I was gonna say we can just run under the show for you the know rest what? of that. Hold on, I, I do got to give a score, but we can leave this running. I do got to give. Okay. It's the top of the hour, two o'clock. We're two hours away from kickoff between Miami and Bethune Cookman. We're run through some scores here. Arkansas State at Georgia. Georgia's up forty-one to nothing. Uh, 12 minutes up to the third quarter. Mm. Jake Fromm is my uh, fantasy quarterback uh, for college fantasy football. Oh, nice. Football. Yeah, I picked him up, actually, believe it or not. Okay. Ohio State on the road at Indiana, up 30-10. to 10. The third quarter just started. Rivalry game here. Pitt at Penn State. Penn State was a big 17-point favorite. Okay. They are losing. It's about to go into halftime. Pitt is up 10-7. to 7. Oh, man. Yeah. 13th ranked up Penn State, by the way. Man. At halftime. The 21st-ranked Maryland Terrapins on the road at Temple. They are getting seven-deuced. They are losing 7-2. to two. Still? Still at halftime. Ooh. This is the same Maryland team that put up 60 points against Syracuse last week. That two at the half. Miami, tick, 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 tick. Yeah, tick, 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 tick. Miami of Ohio <laughs> at Cincinnati. Miami of Ohio was up 10 to nothing. Cincinnati has come back. They have taken the lead 14-10 to 10 the third quarter. Just started. Uh, Tennessee getting a nice slump buster, feeling good about themselves. They are up on Chattanooga, forty-five to nothing. The twelve minutes left in the third quarter. Good for Tennessee. Yeah. I okay. mean, listen, they need this. Yeah, the KZ won two today. True. <laughs> Kansas State at Mississippi State. Kansas State up seventeen to fourteen. Twelve forty-one left in the third. And the game we've been tracking and watching all day on the ACC Network. Furman at Virginia Tech. Furman at one point was up 14-3. Virginia Tech has now taken the lead. They are up 17-14. Eight minutes left in the third quarter. He also got NC State at West Virginia. NC State, uh, big favorite. They are tied at 21 yes, at that. Keep I'm it going. It right keep now. it going. Keep it going. <laughs> still, got more ga- still got more games to get to. Oh. Kevin Kugler and Hall Whoops. of Famer Jason Taylor here. We got we got more game we got more games to get to. Starting with Eastern Michigan at Illinois, Eastern Michigan up twenty three to seventeen at the half on the road at Lovey Smith. This is Illinois team. That's right, Lovey is there. Yep. I forgot about Lovey in uh, Illinois. Citadel, 
the, our not our building, the, the school. <laughs> I like that one right they there. They are at Georgia Tech, and they are at the half, winning fourteen to six. And I remember last year they were like winning at they were like tied at the half. With By Alabama. the way, they uh, they are a uh, like an academy school, right? Like, like I military. Believe, I think so. Yeah, I yeah, think so, I think they, so they, too. They, they yeah. run the, the option. Uh huh. Air. Speaking of military academies, Air Force up on Colorado twenty to ten in the second mm. quarter. Those are the only games that are going live. But I'll, since the music's going, I'm going to read some games that are coming up. FAU and Ball State about to kick off. Norfolk, St- Norfolk State against Coastal Carolina. New Mexico at Notre Dame. Uh, I believe Bob, Bob Davey is not coaching for New Mexico okay. in this game. He is uh, battling uh, some illness. But yeah, Notre Dame had a week off. Akron at Central Michigan. Central Michigan, by the way, next week's opponent for the Miami Hurricanes. Yes. Uh-huh. You can do some scouting there. That's at three o'clock. <laughs> so right after our show ends, you can uh, you can do two things. You can listen to the rest of the pregame on the Joe, mm-hmm. and you can watch Akron and Central Michigan on ESPN Plus and for an hour of scouting for next week's uh, game. Three thirty on CBS, Alabama at South Carolina. Alabama big twenty six point favorites yeah, in that game. Three thirty on ESPN, Stanford at UCF. Ooh, listen. As much as I hate UCF fans, I <laughs> hope Stanford really lays it to uh, them. Duarte started oh, this train. Oh, my God, man. Listen, their fans are so annoying. So, you know what? Stanford, yes, let's do it. Their mascot is what? A cardinal, the right? cardinal, right. But it has a tree. I never yeah. I never understand that. Stan, Stan, their quarterback, uh, KJ Costello, is playing today. Uh-huh. And UCF is still battling with quarterbacks in their situation. But UCF's a big 10-point favorite. A lot of money pouring mm. in on UCF. 3.30 on ABC, USC at BYU. 3.30 on CBS Sports Network, East Carolina at Navy. You also got Memphis at South Alabama. By the way, UCF is Josh Heupel, in case anyone's wondering about it. <laughs> Memphis also head coached by uh, Mike Norvell. Another Mike Norvell is not going to be a Cades candidate, but Mike Norvell, his name is thrown out there. Uh-huh. Every single coaching rumor, Mike Norvell is at the top of every list. Okay, real quick to interrupt, we have a uh, injury, and it's pretty big for Furman. It is uh, their quarterback. Oh, he, no. is, he is down right now, so it looks oh, like it looks like his arm. Yeah, he's, so point, he's pointing at his, his upper. Yeah, arm. so it looks like uh, Virginia Tech may get uh, may get saved in this game. Yes. Yeah, they're up seventeen to fourteen, and you got Army at UTSA. Georgia, a lot of option teams. Army, and then you got Georgia Southern, another triple option team. They are at Minnesota, 3.30. UNLV at Northwestern. Oklahoma State at Tulsa on ESPN2. Wow, that game made ESPN2. Arizona State at Michigan State on Fox at 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock, you also have the game day game on FS1. Uh, Iowa at Iowa State. The battle for the Cyhawk Trophy. Cyhawk. <laughs> Southern, Southeastern Louisiana at Ole Miss. Colorado State at Arkansas. Louisville, who's going to be they're going to be without their quarterback, Juwan Pass. They are at Western Kentucky. Four o'clock, the game on the ACC network and on five sixty, the Joe Bethune Cookman at Miami. And make sure you stay in your seats for halftime because the band, the, yeah, the Bethune Cookman band is is going to put on quite the show. Now I'm wondering because I believe last time Bethune was down here, uh-huh. their band got blasted by the house music, and I know wow. Le- Leroy was very upset. He was at wow. the game waiting to see the Bethune man- band. And they got, you know, they were facing the wrong side, uh-huh. and the house music was just bla- blasting over Come the band. Come on, Miami. That when was, it comes to SWAC and MEAC schools, they are always in the hunt for the it, national championship yes. in marching band. They They're are. Bad, Correct. Bad boys. Girls. Uh-huh. Idaho State at Utah. Idaho State. I believe that's where Jared Allen went, the defensive, the defensive lineman who retired recently. Idaho yes, State. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. Correct. North Texas at Cal. These are all 415 games. Cal Poly at Oregon State. 
Louisiana Tech at Bowley Green, Idaho at Wyoming, Buffalo at Liberty. Jesse Davis, Idaho. That's where that's he was. Right, that's right. That's right. Jesse Davis. Uh-huh. Newly signed a Dolphin mm-hmm. uh, extension. Left tackle. South Carolina State at USF. Uh, USF could also use a slump buster. They're 0-2. UMass at Charlotte. Southern Miss at Troy. Ohio at Marshall. Kent State at Auburn. This game people people down here may be interested in. 7 o'clock on ESPN. Florida at Kentucky. Ooh, okay. Keep it going. We still got more. Still got more. Still got more. <laughs> I'll give it give it give it time to because <laughs> to get the the music back up there. But yeah, we still got a whole slew of games. It's, it's, we're only at seven o'clock. Ooh, but Florida. I mean, college football, man. But Kentucky, their, their quarterback uh, Terry Wilson, he's out for the season, so they don't have a new quarterback. Okay, Kentucky. Did. didn't okay. Florida lose to Kentucky for the first time? Thirty-two, in, thirty-one years last year. Last year, yes. yeah, revenge that's game. When, uh, yeah, that's when they had uh, Benny Snell, right? Benny uh-huh. Snell, correct. Yes. Yeah, who's now with Pittsburgh? I he think. is with Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Lamar at Texas A and M. Speaking of slump busters, and a game you can catch right here on the ticket at 7 o'clock, New Hampshire at FIU. You also got Texas State at SMU, Weber State at Nevada, Georgia State at Western Michigan, Murray State at Toledo. Hey, action is action. Duke is traveling on the road to play Middle Tennessee State. How about that? The primetime game on ABC 730, Clemson at Syracuse. Clemson's a big four-touchdown favorite. And Dan, just for you, Northwestern State at LSU. Woo, those Cajuns are going to be drunk. Ed uh, <laughs> Orgeron, I believe, went to a Northwestern State. That's right. You're right about that, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And Bobby Abair, the Saints quarterback. I believe they were roommates. They went to a Northwestern State. Bobby true, true. Abair, man. Yeah. Okay, that's the name right there. Cajun Cannon, the president of the Houdat Nation. Ooh. <laughs> well, that, look at that. Hawaii at Washington. Washington, they lost last week. Not too many people know that because the game ended like at 4 in the morning because of all the lightning <laughs> delays. They're at home against Hawaii. 7.30 on the ACC Network. Florida State at Virginia. Now, Virginia. Now, if you're a Cates fan, are we rooting for Virginia or are we rooting for Florida State? I mean, I, I think I'm rooting for Virginia because I'm still – I'm rather – I'm not concerned about the Coastal and whatnot. I think that's already done with. But to, to, I'm, I'm always going to root against Florida State. Yeah, same here. I agree with yeah, Florida State. I, yeah. I'm not going to be rooting for Florida State to, to better the Canes' chances of winning the Coastal. It's not going to happen. And even so, they're going to oh. have to go against the Clemson. Oh, okay. TCU at Purdue. Southeast Missouri State at Missouri. Texas Southern at Louisiana. Oklahoma going out to the Rose Bowl to take on UCLA. Another, I mean, every, all these 0-2 teams are getting a slump buster. Not uh, Chip Kelly and UCLA. Not a slump buster for them. <laughs> they're getting Oklahoma. Yeah. Texas at Rice. Although, I think the game is being played at, at the same stadium last night. Where uh, Houston and uh, NRG and uh-huh. NRG, yeah, where, where you play? Yeah. Uh huh. In Houston. So, so check this out. They're gonna have. Don't worry. I'm gonna give you time to get the music back on because I have to talk about this. They had a game last night in, uh-huh. in NRG, correct, with, with Washington State and Houston. Uh-huh. They're having a game tonight with Texas and Rice, uh-huh. and then the Houston Texans play tomorrow against the Jaguars at home. Three straight games in that building. Well, you know they have that uh, that new next turf. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like what uh-huh. the Cardinals have. Correct. Yeah, because back when I played, they had grass, but yeah. uh, they changed it, so it's like it's like next turf now. Man, what a, what a wild weekend for for Houston football. Yeah. Uh huh. That, that's that's a good weekend set up by them. It is. San Diego State at New Mexico State. They have San Diego State had one of the best winning percentages against the Pac-12 because they always beat the Pac-12 teams. But they're on the road at New Mexico State. They're 2-0. Missouri State at Tulane. NIU at Nebraska. Portland State at Boise State. We're getting late night 10-15 on ESPN2. How about this? Texas Tech, I'm going to play a late night t- game, a 10-30 game on ESPN at Arizona. Ooh. 
That's going to be tough for those uh, people those people out in Lubbock yeah. staying up for that game. And then you got, finally, at 10.45 on the Pac-12 network when it's all said and done, Montana at Oregon if you want to scout uh, Justin Montana. Herbert. Montana. If you don't think Tua is the best quarterback, you like Herbert. And you have the Pac-12 network. Yes. And that's that wraps up all the college football FBS games on Ooh. slate for today. Man, that was a lot right there. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. By the way, what's with these networks always in battle with not they they don't it's like they don't want their networks to be seen. Yeah. Because you got ACC network having their battles. They they're on Directv, but they're not on AT and T, and they're mm-hmm. not on Comcast. And then now you have this this drama with ESPN that they might lose Directv. Like you see, we we see it all these times. Yeah. Call, if you have Directv, call right now. Demand that they keep ESPN. Yeah. And of course, the Pac-12 network is not on Directv, so it's like why. If you're if you're running these networks, why do you want limited access to your channels? Yeah, and I know I know Chris Peterson was very upset about the late night kickoffs for for the Pac-12 games because they don't like the 10:30 games because it doesn't because recruits aren't awake. True, at least on you know mm-hmm. on the East Coast yeah. to watch these games, and then and then and on the top of that, your your big games are not available to people with Directv. Yeah, so like and same thing with the ACC network, their their network is not available to. Most of the people in South Florida. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's crazy how the landscape of college football as far as uh, media coverage has changed. But again, I think the Texas Longhorns, they started all this, you know, because they had their own channel uh, a few years back. And now everyone is is competing for, you know, their own channel as far as Pac- Pac-12 network, ACC network, SEC yeah. network. It's just. Big Ten network. Yeah, man. It's just, to, to me, it's too much. To me, I'm like. Longhorn Network again, like I'm, 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 I'm old fashioned. So I'm like, listen, why can't we go back to how it used to be? Where you know, hey, oh yeah, the big time schools they get the primetime games on ESPN, ABC. You know, of course, of course, we know Notre Dame had their old, I mean, their their NBC their, deal, uh-huh, their NBC contract, and I just think that's how it should be. But I understand, like, there's just so much money nowadays, and everyone has their hand, you know, in all these different pots. But man, I just feel like back when I played, it was just so much easier to, you know, watch the teams that you want to watch, you know what I mean, whether it was locally or, you know, nationally, because, again, the only teams that played nationally were the teams that were, you know, I think, what, top five? Because I remember back in my days, you know, when I played back in 01 through 05, it was mostly like us, uh, USC, you know, Oregon, when they had like uh, Joey Harrington, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like teams like that. Yeah, like it, I mean, I think many people feel like the reason why Miami has been on the decline is because back in those days – you go to Miami because you're going to be on TV. Now you can you can go just about anywhere True. And, and be on TV. You can go to UCF. You can go to USF. Yeah, and you'll find your way uh, to be seen around the country. Correct. And, and so, and some people feel like the dinosaur programs like Tennessee and Nebraska that the only reason you'd want to go to Tennessee or Nebraska is to be on TV. And, and there's nothing yeah. there's nothing really there at Tennessee or Nebraska. Yeah. But now that you you could be on TV anywhere, you don't have to go to Tennessee or Nebraska. True. That's what, some mm-hmm. people feel like that's how Tennessee is in the rut that they're in right now. It makes sense. I get it. And and then they'll, they'll never recover because those are just dinosaur programs. And they, honestly, uh, the Cades keep this up. They're going to be in the same dinosaur category. Hopefully they can turn it around. And uh, somebody points out on the text line, that we need the Texans need to lighten up on me because I'm being very positive, very positive that the Dolphins are going 0 16. <laughs> Someone else says, What's my personal spread for the Canes game? Let me guess. Canes minus seven. No, I think the spread's about right. 41, 41, 40 points. It's about right there. I think, you know, it could be 45 to 7. It could be 7 to nothing. It could be, you know, the, the spread's about yeah. right. 
But, I mean, the Canes are right now, they're 0-2, and they're hoping to get that slump buster out of the way. we got a couple segments left on the show. We obviously have to get to our predictions from this for the games, both today and tomorrow's game against the Patriots. We'll get to those predictions next. Robbie the Degenerate here, Rashad Butler, Dan Day, behind the glass. We are uh, a couple segments left on our show. We're going to be up till 3 o'clock. And we got Canes, Bethune, Cookman at 4 o'clock. You can hear that on the Joe. And uh, Canes are on two. Need, I mean, I mean, they don't need a win. I mean, they... <laughs> I mean, if they don't win this game, it's this is it's, it's pandemonium. Then all all bets are <laughs> off. Then I think if they don't win this game, put it this way, um, Manny Diaz is fired tomorrow. If they don't win this game, I mean, let's let's be honest. Forty-one point favorites. Then then it's not the short list. Then it's get the long list. Then it's you know nah, the, the national co- coaching listen, search. I do not even want to think about I don't the possibility. That. Because again, quite frankly, it's not even a possibility. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it re- it really is. But. <laughs> But the F so far the FCS is beating up on the ACC right now. Well, I know Virginia Tech uh-huh. has come back and taken the lead on Furman. They're up seventeen to fourteen, but the Citadel is up fourteen to six on uh, on Georgia Tech. And I'm just going to take a scander. Is at Citadel the, FCS though? Yes, they are. Oh, really? I yes, thought they are. I thought they were in the FBS. No, no, that's they, pass interference. I mean, they they play they play an FBS team every year. Last year, I mean, last year they were tied with Alabama at the half. And at Pittsburgh, by the way, not all bad news for the SEC. ACC, Pittsburgh is tied at the half with Penn State at Penn, ten. Penn State just made a fifty-seven-yard field goal to tie it up wow. at, at the end of the half. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk about college kickers. Nailing <laughs> a fifty-seven-yard field goal, but like Will Lutz at the end of that Monday night game with a fifty-eight-yard field goal. Oh man, don't bring that up. Oh, sorry, that's right. You're Texans. You're Texans. Yeah, beautiful. Dan, yeah. Dan loves it, man. By the way, this Bill O'Brien. He he's been a little shaky when it comes to like game management at the end of situations. Mm-hmm. Like in that game against the Saints, he was basically playing prevent de- defense. Well, uh, he actually released, I guess, the corner that uh, I guess gave up a lot of the big yardage uh, mm-hmm. during that last drive because I guess he said that the corner was making it a, a, a lot of mental uh, a lot of mental errors that he felt had, uh, that cost the Texans uh, the game during that last drive. And he he has a number of those. I can remember a couple of years back, he was uh, playing the Patriots, and it was like second. It was fourth and one, and they're uh-huh. up by two. And if they get the first down, they they win the game. And you're playing at Foxborough. Yeah. And he, he of two points, he chooses to kick a field goal to go up by five to give the Patriots like two plus minutes back. Yeah. Tom Brady and in New England, and sure enough, the Patriots drive down to the field and win the game. You know, it's it's it. It, to me, it's always interesting because you have the these guys that are very, very smart as far as intellectual wise. So I think Bill Bill O'Brien went to I think an Ivy League school, but yeah, he went yeah. To, he went to Brown, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but and, it's but, but it's so funny because you know in in very I guess you can say uh, important moments, it's almost like hold on, man, like you know you can be so smart leading up to this moment, but how is it that you know you can't be the smartest guy at the most important point of a game? And he, he had another blunder last year. He had an, I know he had, a, he had another coaching blunder mm-hmm. uh, last year. He seems like he has, though, but he's got the talent. Um, he, now, you know, no excuses for him. He's got Deshaun Watson. He's yeah. obviously got Laramie Tunsil now, mm-hmm. too. And Kenny Stills, another weapon for his offense. Uh, somebody texts in, is Blake James actually going to do a national coaching search this time? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, my coaching search that I did was more than what the Canes did. <laughs> it was like 10 minutes. Manny Diaz was the coach. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and this, this one's for you, Rashad. 
Hopefully UCF whoops Stanford so all their fans could go in on Duarte all show. Oh, man. Listen, <laughs> I hope not because they go in on me too because UCF, I just think they haven't really deserved the respect as far as the respect that their fans warrant. Now, I think UCF has warranted some respect, you know, for what they did, you know, that 2017 season. But, I mean, for their fans just to say, hey, we're the best team and the, the best program in the state of Florida and blah, blah, blah. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't cry yourself just yet because, I mean, again, I mean, you, you just started getting good. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. not even like a few years ago. Now, again, I mean, you know, you can say that as of right now. I, I get it for the present moment. Okay, that has some validity, some, some validity to it. But to just say, hey, we are the best program in the state of Florida, it's like, uh, not so fast. What are you talking about? They won a national championship. Uh oh. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, man. The self imposed national championship. <laughs> yeah. Self imposed. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but so, but yeah, UCF, I mean, I, I think in order for the, the, the UCF bros to, to die down, some, I mean, someone's got to beat them, and someone locally has to play them and beat them. That will shut them up once and for all. Now, Florida, I believe, offered them a chance to play a two for one. Correct. A two games, uh, well, Two games at Florida, one game at UCF, and they turned it down because they thought they were too good for that. And I feel like UCF, <laughs> which is funny, right? It it, it it kind of is funny because if you're UCF, you can't complain about nobody wanting to schedule you and then turn down an opportunity to play power competition like Florida. Correct. U, USF, by the way, they have a two and one set up with Alabama. Uh-huh. They have a two and one set up with Florida. Uh-huh. They have a two and one set up with Miami. Like yeah. Alabama's going to make a trip to USF, correct? At some point in the near future, but they have uh-huh. to make two trips to Alabama, correct? They're going all out on two for yeah. ones. UCF, they feel like they're too above that, and I mean, I mean, I know they play Stanford today. They they were able to get Stanford to agree to do a home and home with them, and see who else they got in their non conference schedule because they're not going to make up any ground in their conference schedule. They're going to go undefeated, and you're not going to see UCF in anywhere close to the, the playoff. The other non conference games: Florida A and M at FAU. At which they beat Florida A&M sixty-two to nothing, and then they beat FAU forty-eight to fourteen, and then they also got at Pittsburgh. Wait, too. hold on. So, F, so hold on. Fam, U is playing FAU today. No, this is um, UCF's non-conference schedule okay, okay, so far. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, and Stanford and Pitt are not going to really move the needle that much. Yeah. I mean, as I, I mean, Stanford was ranked as of last week, and then they lost. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and they play at Pitt, but then the, their conference schedule is. I know uh, Houston's not bad. Um, I mean, Houston. They, they they were in the game last night yeah, with the Washington. They have State. Uh, Memphis, right? Too. They uh, Me- Memphis is in, the, is in their conference, but I do believe I'm looking at the schedule. They do not play Memphis this okay. year in conference. Okay. They but they they'll probably end up playing Memphis in the championship game as they always do every year. Yeah, that makes sense. In the championship game, they do play at you. Know, they do play USF at home, but uh, East Carolina T- Temple. I guess Temple's showing some fight. Uh, they're uh, leading Maryland seven to two. Last we saw. Somebody was concerned about a live money line for uh, for uh, Maryland to take to take it in because Maryland's been pounding teams left and right and uh, yeah so until 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 you beat UCF the the, the roars are going to keep growing louder yeah I mean listen I just think for okay for me I can't speak for anybody else but for me to really start giving UCF fans the respect that they feel UCF uh, deserves. To me, you're going to have to start playing a lot more Power 5 schools, and you're going to have to be not only competing with them, but at the same time beating you know some of them as well. But until then, I'm sorry. I can't – UCF fans, I cannot give you the respect that you feel as if you know, you're uh, 
your team deserves. Little, uh, a little bit of controversy in the ACC. Okay. Which is not a surprise. There's always <laughs> a controversy. But did you watch the game yesterday between uh, North Carolina and Wake mm-hmm. Forest? Correct. The non-ACC ACC yeah. game. So, I'm, so North Carolina is coming back, and it looks like the running back gets tackled and gets his steps on the, steps out of bounds with uh-huh. one second left. They didn't even bother reviewing it. They just went. <laughs> they, the game. they just they just called the game. Uh huh. Correct. Well, the ACC has come out and said that UNC deserved one more second okay. in that game. It would Which have been is like fair. A, a, I a, think a, so. It would have been a hail mary from like the forty, mm-hmm. but the, the the UNC did get robbed of that one second. And somebody texted earlier that. They should have. They should have. The Canes, in retrospect, should have not hired Manny Diaz and gone on and hired Mac Brown instead. Which I don't know if Mac Brown would have taken the Canes' job. I think yeah. he, he he took the Carolina job because a little bit more low pressure. He was at Carolina, correct, beforehand. And I think his wife told him come back only come back if you're going to have fun doing it. Yeah, coaching in Miami is not going to be fun. It's going to be mass. It's going to be high stress. No, I agree. Know? The pressure is going to be enormous, much more than it is in North Carolina, mm-hmm. which is a little bit more concerning why the Canes are 8-8 eight and eight against North Carolina in the past yeah. 16 years. I, don't, I won't talk about that one game you played in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because uh, I was watching the game last Saturday and they showed that highlight, and I was like, man, why did they have to show that highlight? But again, I think I knew they were going to show it at one point. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like, you know, some people were texting in like, "Hey, the Canes should get over themselves. They're not, they shouldn't be assuming victories over North Carolina." And it's nothing that the North Carolinas. It's not like North Carolina has risen to the Canes level mm-hmm. of prominence. It's just unfortunately the Miami Hurricanes have fallen down to North Carolina's level. Yeah, and that's why they're they're in dogfights with Carolina and even Virginia uh-huh. every other year. And at Virginia, it's very rare for Virginia to get a four star recruit. They'll get a slew of threes. They're mostly running on twos and threes. And Miami's getting fours and five. I mean, not the, not the many fives, but fours left and right. Mm-hmm. And they're they're still having a hard time beating Carolina and Virginia. Yeah, you know, I just don't, I don't, I don't see Florida, Florida State, or Miami truly. And what I mean by this, so take this with a grain of salt. And just let me explain myself. I don't see those three schools in Florida in Florida rising back to consistent dominance. Mm-hmm. As far as where they were at, you know, in the early two thousands and late nineties, yeah, yeah, only because there's just too much going on, you know, in the state of Florida with UCF, USF, and even now, you know, in the NFL. I mean, there's a stat I saw uh, last week when training camps uh, concluded that sixty six percent of all NFL rosters are made up of uh, are made up of uh, undrafted free agents. And I think a lot of these high school kids now are starting to are starting to see that you know what I don't have to go to these power five schools to get a shot at the NFL because I think back when I played, you know, there was so much of an emphasis of you have to go to these big schools in order to even get a shot of playing in the NFL, whether you get drafted or not drafted. But you have so many kids like a T.Y. Hilton, mm-hmm. you know, or Alfred Morris coming from Antonio FIU, Brown. yeah, Antonio Brown coming from Central Michigan, FIU, FAU. And they're playing and they're turning into stars. And I think a lot of these kids see that and say, you know what, I don't have to go to the Miamis or the Florida or the Florida States anymore. So I'm not trying to say that those three powerhouse schools in Florida can't return to dominance. I just think they can't maintain that dominance once they return to that dominance, if if that makes any sense. Guys, speaking about Florida powerhouse schools, we've incited someone that would like to jump on the phone lines with you. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, bring them on. Bring them on. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're on the air. Hello. 
Hello, what's what's going on? You're, you're on the ticket. What's up, Robbie? It's Duarte. Get these UCF fans the hell oh, out of here. Oh, boy. Oh, I love it. Bro, Stanford, Stanford, are you kidding me? With their Foster Farms Bowl wins and their, their Alamo Bowl wins? Don't tell me that's a legitimate program that if UCF beats, now they're going to start pounding their chest. Like, where was, this, where was this program when they were 0-12, Robbie? Where were all these fans that were hiding on their rocks watching Lord of the Rings, man? Get the hell out of here, UCF fans. I'm so tired of this freaking fan base, man. I can't stand these loser fans, bro. I love it. <laughs> well, but Duarte, I, I think I, I'm not as you know appalled by the UCF fans because I think we have our own problems to worry about. And honestly, right now, if the Canes played UCF, I, I think UCF's going to win. But, but, Robbie, see, that's, that's the mistake. I'm not coming at it from a Miami perspective. Mm. It's an annoying fan base yeah. to everybody else in the nation. Who else throws a national championship parade? You think Auburn <laughs> cared about that game? Let me ask you something. If you're an Auburn football player, Robbie, and you're on the verge of the draft, you're going to go in the first, second, third, or fourth round, and you miss out on the college football playoffs, and the prize is UCF? Are you putting everything on the line, millions of dollars on the line, to play University of Central Florida in a bowl game? I agree. You're not. I mean, I, that, that, that's, that is kind of the SEC excuse. Whenever they lose, get blown out in a bowl game. They, they, they say, oh, we didn't care. We, didn't, we were trying. <laughs> that is a common thing that they do. But when it's UCF, they, it, it has some credence. It, you know, if it's another Power 5 team, okay, maybe they're making an excuse. But it's the University of Central Florida who was 0-12 two years ago plays in the AAC. <laughs> Come on, man. They play Tulsa, Tulane, Navy, ECU, and UConn every single year. It's a pathetic schedule. And then on top of that, they're going to schedule FAMU and FAU and sit out here and pound their chest that they're the best team in the state because, what, they beat Stanford, a program right now that is in the middle of nowhere? Give me a break. Well, they haven't beat Stanford yet. They play them later today. <laughs> yeah, they better beat Stanford because Stanford's not that good. <laughs> Bro, I love it, man. The last five, the last five years of bowl games, there's one Rose Bowl for Stanford. There's a Foster Farms Bowl, an Alamo Bowl, and two Sun Bowls. That is not a prestigious program that, to sit here and pound your chest that you beat. Who cares if you beat Stanford? Schedule me somebody who matters. How come FAU can schedule Ohio State? How come USF can schedule Alabama, but nobody wants to schedule UCF? Are you freaking kidding me? Well, here, here, here's the big difference: is that FAU is 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 uh, they're they're just going to Ohio State and getting a paycheck. Ohio State is not making a return trip to FAU, and USF they're they're agreeing to two for ones. They're yeah they're getting they're playing Alabama twice over there, and then Alabama's coming once to uh, USF. UCF, but, they but, do. Robbie, who, who, who is UCF to say it yeah. has to be one-on-one? UCF is nobody. They're an ant in the entire farm. They're nobody, and they don't matter to anybody except their own loser fan base <laughs> that has nothing else to do but go to Disney World every freaking week. I love it, go Disney World. Spot, have too much food and wine, and then come on here and say they're the best team in the state. You want to know what it was last week, Robbie? You want to know what tipped me over the edge last what week? What tipped you over the edge? It's that you, you, uh, FAU played... Uh, Ohio State a couple weeks ago and scored mm-hmm. 21 points against Ohio State. And then they come home and play uh, UCF and only score 10 points against UCF. So by UCF fan base oh, math, because they're never going to play one of these big dogs, FAU put up more points on Ohio State. So therefore, UCF, by process of math and never playing on Saturdays, is better than Ohio State. It makes no sense. It's a loser <laughs> fan agree. base. Yeah. That was awful. I agree with that. Duarte, uh, th- thanks for calling in. When, when can they catch you next? When are you going to be on the air next? 
I don't know. Whenever UCF finally loses, <laughs> well, you might not be on the air for like two years, Duarte. If that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. When they keep playing Tulsa and Savannah School for the Blind and Deaf, and they come here pounding their chest like they've actually beaten someone, maybe they need to shut the hell up for one. <laughs> Duarte, thanks for calling in, man. Got you, man. Oh man, Zach Duarte fired up when we bring yes, up UCF. I love just, it. Yeah, the hounds awaken. You know that's. Uh, now listen, man. You know I listen. I agree with him one hundred percent. I mean. You know, it's not that I hate UCF the program, and again, I want to I don't want to use hate because hate's a strong word, but I just dislike their fan base because their fan base has had what maybe one great season, and I mean, I think they've been you know pretty good. Other than that, you know, after 2017, and it's just like yo, like you guys are talking based off what two or three good years, and I mean. Miami, Florida, and Florida State has has had years, mm-hmm. you know, of, of of great seasons. So it's like, come on, man. I'll tell. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, I, I'm really, uh, to be honest, I'm not uh, that fired. I'm not that fired up about the UCF because I just, I just feel like I, we got our own issues to worry about down okay. here with with Miami. I'll tell you what, though, uh, UCF uh, Josh Heupel would uh, look good in an uh, orange or green. Oh, that Duarte fired up. You gotta love UCF, him, man. UCF. Turnover chain, blasting. Casey, it did not show up last week against North Carolina. I know. I was surprised because uh, it made, what, uh, four? Well, no, actually, it made, it made four what, appearances. Yes, correct. Uh huh. Four. I have a feeling we'll see it a few times against Bethune Cookman. That's just this me. Listen, we better. <laughs> we better. <laughs> we better. If, if the if the Cades do not force a turnover and the turnover chain does not come out, then they should retire the turnover chain. But but then again, I heard some people saying that uh, there shouldn't be a turnover chain for this game because of Bethune Cookman. Correct. Yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, it, it, I, I, it's hard to celebrate and be fired up. It's hard to, you know, several pumped uh-huh. up music today by by Dan. Correct. Whether it's, you know, In the Air Tonight or whether it's the You and then, you know, this uh-huh. turnover chain song. This is songs to get us fired up for a big Canes game. And it's Bethune Cookman. And, uh, yeah, you have to keep it consistent. I think you can't just take turnover chains off for some games. No, and I agree. Bring it back in for other games. You don't want to sit, sit, show some disrespect to Bethune Cookman. Who knows? Uh-huh. They might see that as motivation. Correct. Oh, you're, you're going to suspend the turnover chain against us? What? We're not worthy of the turnover chain? And, uh, yeah, I, I don't think, you know, they should retire the turnover chain just yet. And, but so far, uh, Canes have been all flash mm-hmm. and, and nothing to show for it because we got a lot of textures coming in, a lot of textures firing it in on this UCF okay. thing. First of all, Duarte's a hater. What bowl games did UN win the past the past few years? They had they won the uh, Champ Sports Bowl against West Virginia. Other than that, they haven't won a bowl game since I believe two thousand six. And, and listen, I get where UCF fans are coming from, and what I mean by this, or, or what I mean by that is, I get how they're saying yes, you know, just based off the present, you know, we we. I, listen, I hate to say this because I I don't believe this, but just based off the present. The, the, the present day and the present time, you know, we are playing better than Florida, Florida State and Miami and, you know, all these other schools in Florida. But at the end of the day, to me, it has to go back to just the history and, you know, what those programs have are have already established. And I just feel that I just feel like UCF, you guys haven't even scratched the surface yet of even establishing, you know, the type of foundation that 
those big three programs have established. You want, you want me to say something that really upset Zach Duarte and might get him to call back in the show? What? Let me hear it. Does Josh Heupel even take the Miami job to, if, he, if, he, if offered it? He might let, is UCF a better job than Miami? I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. It was a joke. I'm not, I'm not, seriously, I just wanted to see if Duarte was not listening and, and he gets fired up again. He probably is, yeah, knowing but, him. But uh, somebody says, you know, with the win today over Stanford, does UCF cement themselves as the best team in Florida this decade? I mean, that's what some, someone texted in. But I, I'm, not, I'm not concerned about UCF. I'm more concerned about the problems we have down here with Miami that we came in similar to UCF, swaggering, pounding our chest, you know, the, the, the swag, the U is back, you know, Manny Diaz, he's bringing energy to the program. We're sitting here at 0-2. So I, I have a hard time, you know, getting upset at what the UCF guys are saying and about, about them claiming national championship games. It doesn't I mean they haven't played Miami in that stretch. It doesn't affect Miami in any single way. We got our own problems to worry about, Rashad. Yeah, no, I agree. I, listen, I, I, I totally agree. And, you know, not the heart back on, you know, UCF fans. It's just that 2017, I guess. Uh, it's the 10-0. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's not a national championship if you didn't play for the national championship. Hey, so, you should not be claiming national yeah, championships. Yeah, correct. So, or else the K's could claim one in 2000 when they should have they should have been invited to that. Very true, yeah. To, that, uh, uh-huh. to the Orange Bowl, and they, the Florida State got to play Oklahoma instead of very Miami, and, and the K's had beaten Florida State mm-hmm. in that season. So they could claim that national championship too. You know what? They can claim the 2002 one. They, they, they beat Ohio State, and then the mm-hmm. referees uh, said otherwise. True, yeah. because, I mean, we did celebrate for about a good, what, two or three minutes yeah. on the field. Yeah, R- Romberg was, <laughs> like, touching the trophy. <laughs> yes, he was, just about. But, uh, you know, to, 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 to heart back on UM, the thing I want to see in today's game is just I just want to see uh, better efficiency. I think you're uh, going to see that. I mean, listen <sighs> – I think it's a foregone conclusion we're going to see that. But, I mean, stuff like that is easier said than, than done. So, I mean, I, I, I still want to see it. I mean, I, I want to see Jaron Williams uh, continue to improve, play sharp. And I want to see the emergence, you know, of these other receivers outside of, you know, K.J. Osborne. I mean, I, I, I finally want to see Jeff Thomas actually, you know, uh, get in the end zone as far as, you know, a uh, a, a deep pass. I, I mean, I, I want to see him at least take uh, – a punt return or mm-hmm. kickoff return to just, the house. Just catch the, the yeah, punt. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Step you know? one, fair catch. Yeah, and and in defense, I mean, I I think you know, like we, uh, like you and I both said, excuse me, is you know we want to see this secondary play better. So I mean, I want to see a lot of turnovers turnovers today mm-hmm. within that secondary. So I think I mean to me, if I can come out of this game, and if the score is sixty or more, and you know, I think. I, I wouldn't say I think, but if I could see the receivers actually play a lot better outside of, you know, K.J. Osborne, who I think has played uh, great already. But if, if I could see guys like Jeff Thomas, uh, Pope, uh, Hartley, those type of guys emerge more. And then defensively, if, if I could see the secondary, uh, you know, have some turnovers and really stop having mental breakdowns. then mm-hmm. I mean, I think uh, I'll be satisfied coming out of this game. But again, I mean. This this is a game we're supposed to win. So, I mean, I'm I'm not going into this game worried about not winning. Well, obviously that's the game. But here's what sucks about these games: okay. is that yeah, I know the kids are going to win, and I know the uh-huh. kids are going to win by a lot. But 
no no good play could be appreciated today. Like Jaron Williams could throw a forty yard touchdown. And it's like yeah, but it's Bethu Cookman. Uh-huh. Like you know, um, Cameron Harris could bust out a seventy yeah. yard run. But it's like yeah, but it's Bethu Cookman. Like we're gonna be doing that the whole game today. Like Jeff Thomas could have a punt return or two, and we're gonna be like all the any accomplishments that happen today gets discounted because rightfully so because it's Bethu Cookman. Okay, so, okay. So let me ask you this: uh, If that's the case, then like would. What do you recommend someone to really look at if they're watching this game uh, this afternoon? That's going to start in I about think less just, than almost I an mean, hour and a half. Only only the bad things could be evaluated. Like uh-huh. if, you know, if you give up a sack to Bethune Cookman, it's like whoa, we're really giving up sacks to Bethune uh-huh. Cookman. You know, if you're struggling, and you're only up like you know twenty four to seven in the fourth quarter. That like mm-hmm. whoa, how, how why is this not a bigger blowout? It's only the bad things okay. that, that, that you could take away from this. Like we said at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. and Dad said it. We want to learn nothing from this game. That's what we want. Yeah. That would be good. If we learn nothing from this game, that's good. If we learn things, it's going to be bad. Okay, but, I mean, shouldn't I, I guess, shouldn't you want to see, like, uh, certain position groups improve? Like, like the, the Well, they're, the, they're improving because of, their, of the competition they're playing. Yeah, but, I mean, I think that's good for their confidence, though. Because, I mean, like, let's just say, you know, if we, if, if the U, if UM, excuse me, goes out this afternoon and, you know, we, don't yet see Jeff Thomas have that game, or you know, uh, I can't think of Pope's first name. What's 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 Pope, Pope's Mark, first name? Is Mark Pope? Yeah, yeah, and and, and you know, and, and we have yet to see Jeremiah Payton. Uh-huh, yeah, uh, Jeremiah Payton, Mark Pope, and then go to the secondary. I mean, if we have yet to see you know that group come together and start to force some turnovers. I mean, wouldn't that be somewhat still alarming? That hey, you guys aren't doing this against Bethune Cookman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that would, well, yes, exactly. If these yeah. guys don't play up, again, that's another bad yeah. thing that could get evaluated mm-hmm. is if these guys don't perform against Bethune Cookman, then we have to evaluate that even more. Correct. And uh, so many people texting in, here's some history no 10 win seasons in 15 years. Uh, that's not true. The K's did have a 10 win season uh, two years ago, but that's the only yes, one. Yes, correct. That is the, the only one. Someone else says the K's are 0 and 2, but are in a much better position than FSU at 1 and 1. Nah, that, that's a little. Yeah, yeah, Florida State, they were in a dogfight with UL Monroe, and they needed mm-hmm. a missed extra point to <laughs> yeah. win that game. But 0-2, 0-2, I mean, I, I can't say that they're in a better position than FSU when the Canes are 0-2. Even if, even if FSU had lost that game, both sitting at 0-2, yeah. I'm still not feeling good about that. Uh, I mean, I FSU mean, would have uh, Taggart in that situation. Listen, I think they are because, I mean, the two games I watched F- uh, I mean, FSU, uh, I, was, I was not impressed. I of mean, course. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, Boise is not a bad, you know, team. They were up huge on Boise. Yeah, but again, Boise is not a uh, Boise is not a good team. Oh, to the ten, to the five. Dog oh, gets Ooh. brought down. Yeah. inside the five. Am I? Okay. Am I? Am I, am I am, yep, yep, yep. I was yeah, waiting for yeah, it. Just trying to keep him on his toes. Just trying to keep Dan making sure we don't go. Yeah. I was yeah, keeping you on a long leash. I wanted to kind of get away <laughs> I love with it. it. <laughs> I was going. I was getting very close to illegal play by play. But yeah, that was a Furman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a nice long run to get inside the five. They are down twenty four to fourteen to Virginia Tech, but they're trying to cut it to within a, a score. And by the way, the Citadel still beating uh, still beating oh, nice. Georgia Tech. But again, I mean to, to to go back on Florida State. I mean U uh, L Monroe. I mean to me. <laughs> I mean, listen, their quarterback really impressed me. I can't think of the kid's name, but uh, I, I watched that whole entire game too. But surprisingly, this year, one thing that has been alarming uh, from an FSU standpoint is how bad their defense been. I mean, oh, I think, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I think last year was more so the offense, but this year it's like the tables have turned. I mean, their defense is, is, is bad. So I, I do think Miami is in a better spot as far as team-wise because I just think Miami has to clean up, you know, 
a cert, I think a few position groups, but I think for one, I think Miami has the better quarterback. I think they have the 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 better two headed running back. Mm-hmm. I think they have a better defense. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, again, I would say that Miami's in a better spot than uh, FSU right now, despite FSU having the better record than Miami. But also losing to ULM isn't a kiss of death. Remember the biggest win in history, Alabama, and that was Nick Saban's first year that turned it around. So maybe if you're an FSU fan, you have some hope. Uh huh. True. That, that that is true. I forgot about that. I believe Nick Saban called that game like a natural disaster or something. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, Nick Saban went six and six in his first year. Yeah, at, he did at, uh-huh. at Alabama. Correct. And then he, of course things ch- changed the rest of the way. But you know that game that game Miami Florida State later in the year November second. Uh, it's fifty fifty. No, no matter how bad Florida State. Oh, yeah, it's or a rival Miami's, game. Rival of course. Game. It's, it's in Tallahassee. Uh huh. By the way, what a loaded uh, Saturday night you got that night. You got Miami Florida State. Uh, we don't know what game time the game is going to uh-huh. be. It could be three thirty. It's probably, probably. going to be three thirty. Yeah, game. probably three thirty. The state away that both teams are going. Uh-huh. And then you got um, UFC Jorge Masvidal against Nate Diaz. That's right. And now uh-huh. just announced yesterday, Canelo Alvarez is jumping up two weight classes hmm. to fight Sergey Kovalev Ooh. on also that same Saturday night, November second. Interesting. So very very interesting. Uh, yeah, so you got a loaded uh, loaded Saturday night. There, but as the, at the current moment, Rashad, we got a couple minutes left of the show. Let's get some predictions in there, both for today. Let's start first with Miami, but through quick. We know the kids are going to uh-huh. win. But what's your final score for today? I'm going with uh, 65 to 10. 65 to 10. Oh, Bethune gets 10 because I think they get that 10 like on the second and third strings, like late in the game. I say Miami 45, Bethune 7, which would be a cover for Bethune. Okay. But I I think it's around there, 45 to 7. Okay. They're a little bit more competitive than uh – that Savannah State. And now for the Dolphins. All right. You go. What do you got for the Dolphins? Uh, 41-13. 41-13? Uh-huh. I got New England Patriots 66, (laughs) Miami Dolphins 7. (laughs) Wow. I mean, it's really not not that much different than what happened last week. It's just it's just them scoring one more touchdown than the Ravens. <laughs> I see that. And the Ravens, they could have had sixty six. They just kneeled and ran out the clock. You know, that's true. It, Very true. They could they could have scored another touchdown. And it, Flores was trying. He was calling timeout. He mm-hmm. was like begging the Ravens to score another touchdown yeah. to get the ball back. And uh, it was it would it could have been 66, 66 to ten, but it ended up being fifty nine to ten. And I think the Patriots it's sixty six to seven. And I think the Dolphins on average are going to give up fifty points a game this year mm, on average. Okay. So they have a couple where they give up 40 to bring the average down to 50. Uh-huh. That's what it's going to take. And so, uh, Rashad, thanks uh, for coming in today. Always. Dan, wheels of steel behind the glass. Um, still an hour left before the kickoff. You can listen to the Joe uh, for the final hour of the pregame. And uh, we'll talk to you guys.